Welcome back to the Steam Machine Podcast. My name is Dalton. Joining me, as always, is my good buddy and hetero life mate. Hetero life mate, yeah. This is Ryan. And this week, we went to Total War. Hammer. <laughs> Hammer. But before before we get there, man, how are you doing this week? Eh, you know, another week in fucking new york hell i guess There's still <laughs> fucking snowing still cold gross. It, was, gross it was like 60 degrees here today with the breeze it's gonna be like 60 that. later this week here which is weird but it's probably not gonna last for very long and then we'll probably get hit with like four feet of snow so we'll see and i know this is uh this isn't gonna translate well for the podcast but sir is that an ugly duckling shirt you're wearing yeah it is fuck yeah that's what's up yeah it is they're a good indie team shout out to the ugly ducklings yeah, they are. Too bad one of them is uh, unfortunately out for medical. Oh yeah, medical that's right. Reasons. That's right. We, well, we good wish vibes. him. We wish him well. Yeah, good good vibes for sure. Yeah. Um, well, this week, I dude. So what I've been up to, uh, not much other than like yard work and just some gaming and applying to places. Um, I played Final Fantasy fourteen a bunch, and I got all of my, ga- my all of my gatherers are now max level, level eighty. Nice. So my miner, my botanist, and my fishing, my fisher. Nice. And uh, let me tell you, since the last time I leveled fishing to max level, which back then it would have been level seventy on a different character, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, they added ocean fishing, and nice. I would I would do the ocean fishing because it's like you just every two hours a boat l- comes out of this one port. And you just go out on it. And, dude, I would get, like, four or five levels per trip. It was fan-fucking-tastic. It made my life so much easier. <laughs> um, but, yeah, that was pretty much all I did. Uh, listened to a bunch of Tadpog. And so I know Dave listens, so sh- shout-out Dave from Tadpog. Everybody listen to Tadpog. Tad and Dave play old games. You've heard me mention him probably almost every episode we've got. Um, they had a guest on who... His name's Casey, and he was telling this story about that him and this girl, uh, without getting into too much detail, go listen to Tadpog to hear the whole story. But um, the, the girl asked him to punch her in the face while they were going at it. And oh, I saw that. Either on Facebook or on the Discord. I so saw that. I was like, I, I, it resonated with me because I had an ex that asked me to do that one time, and I told her straight up, I'm like, listen, there's a lot of things that I will do for you. Like, I have like little to no limits. Except I really don't want to punch you in the face. Like I yeah. don't, I don't want to hurt you. I don't need you going t- to wherever tomorrow with a black eye and having a co- like. That's just gonna look bad on me no matter what. Yeah, you know. For sure. So I just wanted to put it out there that I relate to you, Casey. I relate to you. Not that you'll ever hear this, but maybe the word will get passed on. I feel for you, bud. <laughs> um. So. I learned an interesting fact this week, and this is going to bring me to a conversation that I would like to have. Um, did you know in Wisconsin, restaurants can be fined if they serve people margarine and not real butter? Yeah, no, I believe it. That's fantastic. You're, you're also talking about <laughs> the, the state of Wisconsin, where the number one food item sold at the Wisconsin State Fair is like a giant 48-ounce mug of melted butter topped with melted cheese over top. You just, like, puncture the cheese and drink the melted butter. It's, like, the number one food item at the state fair there. God, my arteries just clogged hearing that. That's what I bet they it, do, man. I bet it's tasty, though. Like, that's why the, but that's why those, like, upper Midwesterners are all fucking huge Vikings, <laughs> like, Brock essentially. Lesners. Yeah, they're all fucking Brock Lesners. They they're really are. Tossing like, hay bales and drinking butter. <laughs> yep, drinking butter. It, it's, like... It's the it gets brutal cold there because it's like wide open and like not a lot of hills and stuff. It's like the start of the plains and stuff. So, how do you how do you stay warm in the winter? You fucking load up with fat, man. Yeah, that's true. That's very true. You gotta load up on fat, load up on all those calories, and fucking just 
and throw beer. those hay bales around. Yeah, beer, brats, cheese, butter. Yeah, I was gonna say lots of cheese. Yeah, for sure. Um, so what what brought me to that was I went down a YouTube rabbit hole the other day. Do you know who George Motes is? No, not at all. Okay, so he's like a uh, burger aficionado. He's written books on it. He did a documentary on burgers across the country and stuff, right? And he's got a little YouTube show from for uh, First We Feast, which is the thing that has uh, <coughs> the hot ones, God I think. Ooh, yeah. Right? <laughs> yeah. So he does a little show, and uh, he shows you how to cook regional burgers from different areas of the country. Mm-hmm. And he did this burger from Wisconsin. That they probably was just throw a huge slab of butter right underneath the cheese. That is exactly what it was. Yeah, they, you know how I know that? What? Steak and Shake used to have that on the menu. Really? Yeah, they yeah. did. Nice, yeah. yeah. It it's was, really good. The butter it, keeps the meat super fucking juicy. Like, oh, yeah, I always, like, when I do burgers in a pan instead of grilling them, I always baste them with the butter. Yeah, yeah. You know, it's like when, it, when you cook a good steak and you throw the, some rosemary and some butter and spoon Man. it on there. Um, <coughs> but, yeah, dude. So... I gotta ask you. So when you're when you're when you're having a burger, do you prefer a burger to be thick, like a big thick, like steak burger, or do you like smashed burgers, it or do depends, you like sliders? It depends on the burger, I guess, in my mood. Like, see, I'm the same way. I'm if like, if I got like the ultimate munchies, I'm gonna go for fucking sliders, like, cause I can eat like twelve dozen of them, and yeah. they're only like fifty cents each. Yeah, let me get a sack it, full. Let me get a if <laughs> I want like. A double cheeseburger or something, I'm going to go with, like, a smash burger because they're smaller patties and stuff like that. And then if I want, like, a specialty burger with, like, pineapple and teriyaki sauce on it, I'm going to go with a big beefy patty. Like, Yeah. Yeah, see, I'm the same way. Like it, sl- like you said, if you want – if you're just in the mood for 20 burgers, then, yeah. you know, you go get a sack full from Crystal's and you'll be, or White Castle, wherever you live, and you'll be good to go, right? Yeah. Um, but then, like, to me personally, like, when I'm cooking them – if I'm doing, if you, I just ask people, do you want diner style? And if they say yes, then I do smash patties. And yeah. you know, you just thin, do a double cheeseburger, you know, with you know, minimal, minimal toppings, and you just you're, you're good to yeah. go. Um, but as you know, when we used to do the pay per views and stuff, I like to do big burgers and like stuff them with cheese. Or like one of my favorites is to take yeah blue, the blue the cheese, juicy Lucy's, yeah, yeah, put the blue cheese inside the burger and then uh, you know cook it and then put blue cheese crumble and bacon on top. Yeah, and oh man, it's, and then uh, <clears throat> drizzle it with bu- buffalo sauce. Oh, it's so good! It's so yeah. good. <clears throat> I worked a uh, pop up not this past Friday, but two Fridays ago on campus for work, and it was a burger pop up. We were doing half pound patties, and God, you would be surprised how many of these fucking college kids ordered doubles. So it was full pound of burger, and then we had one burger on there. That had the two patties, the two half-pound patties, four pieces of cheese. No, it was two pieces of cheddar and then two scoops of blue cheese crumbles, onion rings, bacon, and barbecue sauce. God, we must have sold like 20 of those doubles. So fucking onion rings, bacon, a shit ton of fucking cheese, barbecue sauce, and a full pound of ground beef. Like, no thanks. Like, it sounds delicious, but no, that yeah. would make me so fucking sick. Like, it, no, dude, what you do is you cut that bitch in half, and you eat the other half later. Like, <laughs> <laughs> that sounds really good. Although, I pr- like, I always have the habit of, when I make a burger with onion rings, I always have to make extra onion rings, because I just want some on the side as well. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, I want one or two on the burger, I want the rest of them on the side. Yeah. Like, uh, man, <coughs> when we used to do the, the fest, when we used to work at Fest Wrestling, the ring crew, uh, what was yeah. that place we used to go all the time? Uh, Reggae Shack. Their onion rings are phenomenal. Dude. Yeah. They, yeah. Uh, with that, that spice that they do on their onion rings, their fries and everything. Yeah. It's like I, never, I never had the, the, the fries or the onion rings from there. Every time we went to Reggae Shack, I always ended up getting either the uh, curried goat or the uh, curried palm hearts. <laughs> yeah. I, I, dude, I remember you got that jerk tofu one time. Oh, and yeah, that. it came and your plate was just it was just black. Yeah. And I dipped a fry in that shit and ate it. And oh, was like, God, that shit was fucking nuclear. My asshole hated me for like the next three days. I bet, but dude. that shit was so fucking good. They even warned me. They're like, <laughs> are you sure you want this? Like you like we don't change out the container. Our jerks 
is in it just keeps compounding and compounding and that shit's fucking hot as hell and i'm like all right let's go and instant regret like it was delicious but god that was that was horrible yeah i remember i remember you definitely took some of that home for sure because it was just so fucking hot yeah man but that place like for being like a like a jamaican place uh yeah. which like you know, they have oxtail and all of that dude their burgers were phenomenal and they were diner yeah. style they were smash burgers but they just that seasoning that they had and i don't know how to describe it to people it's like salty but it's got sugar in there too it's like yeah it's really salty but sweet at the same oh it's what do they what do they call so them like uh duddy duddy fries yeah dirty fries it yeah. was like uh it was like black pepper allspice star anise and like sugar yeah, yeah maybe weird. some clove maybe some clove but it was, yeah, yeah but it, so it was really good it was really good <laughs> yeah dude um so yeah that's just, i went down a rabbit hole watching burger stuff and it just made me think of that and then i'm watching uh good mythical morning and they were talking about like what's the best late night snack so like what is your favorite late nights that you wake up or you know you're up late you got the munchies what are you going for first? Are you going oh, to God. He- heat something up? Or are you just going for the cookie jar? Well, I know you. Uh, you're going for the cookie jar, but cookies aside. <laughs> yeah, I'm going. I'm going for the cookies or the candy or um, maybe a big bowl of cereal every now and then. I definitely have a sweet tooth. Like nothing too savory for me, especially like late night munchy snacks. Nah, I gotta go sweet. Yeah, dude, cereal all the way for me. Um, unless yeah. unless it's like one of those nights where I'm awake all night. And then when it's like, you know, four in the morning, I'll go in there and be like, all right, I should probably make myself something that semblances dinner, <laughs> you know, but yeah. uh, other than that, you know, cereal all day, usually, you know, Lucky Charms or Raisin Bran. Uh, yeah. I think I've got some. Look at you being healthy too. with the the raisin bran. I fucking love raisin bran. Now you want to hear something we, funny? We we get the uh, honey bunches of oats, like oh. the the Wegman's generic version of it on on Wick. So we don't pay for that, but we get a shit ton of it for free. So that's what I've been eating. Honey bunches of oats but is fire, dude. It's good stuff. If I get to pick my cereal, I'm probably going for like the Reese's Puffs, like the chocolate and peanut butter. Like those, the, I can those get are fucking that. good. Yeah, I haven't had those in years, but they are pretty good. Yeah. Um. I really like raisin bran. Um, but I prefer just bran flakes, honestly, and then to put my own raisins in there because sometimes there's not enough and sometimes the bowl has way too many. Like, if there's no happy medium. So if I could just put my own in there, that'd be great. But yeah. I learned something on Good Mythical Morning the other day, and that's what made one other thing that made me think of this. So raisin bran crunch has more sugar in it than Oreos. Yeah, well, I believe it. Those, <laughs> that uh, blew, blew my those, mind. Those crunch clusters are probably covered in like sugar syrup and honey and stuff to get them to stick together like yeah i assume yeah. so but i was just i was I just it. surprised and i was like I had, to, I had to show somebody at work the other day they're like uh what was it it was like one of those uh naked juices and i was like have you tried this one is the, the pina colada flavor it's really fucking good they're like no have you seen the sugar content in it and i was like so I turned and looked at it, and I was like, you see this? It's all natural sugars. There's nothing added. So if you want to bitch about the natural sugars, go yell at the fucking fruit they put in there. Like, <laughs> <coughs> fucking dumb mango. Yeah. <laughs> oh, no, I guess yeah. pina colada wouldn't have mango. but It's like pineapple and coconut and Coconuts. shit like that. But it, it's all natural sugar, nothing added to it. I mean, you're going to bitch about that? Like, come on. Dude, I used to have a teacher used to crack me up because he'd always get these girls that wouldn't be suspecting it with it girls would be talking about they want or dudes don't get me wrong i'm not going to you know to stereotype it was either um would talk about man i wish i had some candy or some chocolate or something the teacher would be like yeah i'll give you some chocolate hold on and he would break a square off of this bar that he had that was 90 percent coke 90 percent yeah yeah and they they would be like oh sweet and they would take a bite out of it and (laughs) just immediately their whole day was ruined yeah yeah, ruined that shit's so fucking bitter like it's definitely acquired taste i can sit there and munch on it because i've sat there and munched on it so many fucking times (laughs) man i uh, I think my favorite if i'm gonna go for just a standard plain chocolate bar i'm gonna go for the chili infused chocolates like get a little bit of spice with that sweetness yeah, yeah those are those are really good yeah, I do. I do like those. What blows my mind is spicy ice cream. Like that's just yeah. I can't fathom that. But the, I want to uh, try it. Like the really cinnamon fire, the cinnamon fireball ice cream. Like fucking just you drink, you eat it, and it's so cold, and then you swallow it, and your fucking mouth's on fire. <laughs> there was a uh, place right around the corner from one of my apartments in Rochester. I think it was called Hedonist Chocolate and Ice Cream. 
is some like craft chocolatier and ice cream place and they used to do their own ice cream in store and it was always weird fucking flavors and this one <laughs> ice cream that i had that i really remember because it caught me like i just flabbergasted that they even made it but it was a thai green curry ice cream and it was delicious it was really fucking good it was cold, but it was spicy, and like like you were saying, but it was it was fucking good. Like I would, uh, I'm basically when it comes to food, more often than not, I'll try anything twice. Because yes, the, the twice. first time it, it might be whoever made it didn't yes. make it great, you know, or whatever. But so I always try it twice. That's what I tell everyone. It's like this is my policy for food, and if you're gonna work in a kitchen, this should be your policy for food too. Is like you have to try everything twice just to make sure you didn't like it the first time. Like. Yeah, yeah, definitely. I mean, I feel like that's just the way to do it. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, and that brings me back to the burger thing real quick, and then we'll get off food. But uh, when I was watching George Motes, some of these regional burgers he was doing, he was doing these very specific regional burgers, and I don't remember where they were from. Of course, you know, now that I'm trying to talk about them, um, but I remember what they were because they stood out to me. I love olives. Okay, but yeah, this burger's only topping. It was a Double cheeseburger, one slice of cheese, mm-hmm. or a double yeah double burger with one slice of cheese, and then the topping was um, cocktail olives without the pimento. You chop them up, mm-hmm. mix it with a little bit of mayonnaise, and then a little bit of the like a spoonful of the olive juice, and then mix that up and put it on your burger, and that's it. Hmm. The o- the other one that I thought was even weirder, and this this is not a regional burger. This is a from one restaurant in this one specific place. They crush up peanuts and mix it with Miracle Whip, and then they oh, put they put that on the burger. That's a little fucking weird. Like <laughs> peanuts in Miracle Whip on the burger? No, you already done fucked up with the Miracle Whip. Like, yeah, dude, oh, I'm right there with you. I don't, I don't care if anybody says Miracle Whip's disgusting. I've had peanut butter on a burger before, just once, and it was it was good. I want it again. <laughs> yeah, I, I've I've heard that that is a valid thing and i mean at relish you can get peanut butter and jelly on your burger if you want now granted it's probably there for kids that just want a peanut butter and jelly but it's there if you want it on your burger yeah yeah there's a um bar not too far from here and they have been doing peanut butter and jelly chicken wings and apparently when the nights that they do the peanut butter and jelly chicken wings is they sell out like i can imagine well well, that would be kind of... Uh, well, I guess that's kind of like chicken and waffles. You know what I mean? Like the sweet yeah. with the savory. Yeah. yeah. So, and I don't know. Maybe it'd be almost like a uh, like a peanut sauce-esque. Flavor, but I don't know. That that would... I'd try it. I would try it. Yeah. I would try them. Oh, man. But, uh, yeah, dude. And, and, sir, I took out a rack of ribs today, so I'm going to be grilling again soon. So, I'll be posting pictures of that. And speaking... Real quick. Speaking of pictures of food, uh, our buddy Fenris in Discord been making me fucking hungry lately he's been posting some pictures of food that he makes at work yeah and it's fucking delicious and then you had me wanting to eat an apple bird the other day oh you, look at his made. food he's got some decent plating not bad yeah there's some tasty looking stuff and then uh dylan made which is dc smoke down in the discord yeah. uh dylan made some lobster and i was just like damn it man oh y'all i made me want to grill so now yeah, I, gotta, I see that i, see I gotta that. bust the grill out I'll have to start taking pictures of my food and shit from work and putting it up there. Do it. Do it, man. I'm going to show them my uh, swan that I cut out of an apple the other day. and Yeah, so say, I really wanted to eat that bird you made. <laughs> it, was, it was just an apple bird. And I was like, Dude, I just want to take a big bite out of that thing. Oh, it probably would taste absolutely awful because I have you have to soak it in lemon juice so it doesn't oxidize and brown. Yeah, right. yeah, yeah, that's fine. Just really tart apple would be good. <laughs> <laughs> be fine yeah be like this coffee tastes like shit it's because it is shit austin all right well good i'm not the only one <laughs> all right all right so this week our game was total war warhammer 2 and i fucking had a blast with it i'm just gonna yeah, go ahead no, and say that right I, I had i had fun i i had a couple hours of gameplay when I first started and stuff like that. And then I got busy with work and the kids and stuff. Went to pick it up again. And Steam updated when I restarted my computer. Go to open it up. All my fucking save data is gone. 
all of my save data is gone. I even showed you a fucking screenshot of my computer, like just all gone. Like, yeah, that's and it's disappointing brutal. because I was really having so much fun with my Dark Elf campaign. Like, it was well, good. Before we get more into it, let me get this uh, obligatory Wikipedia bullshit out of the way. Uh, we should start calling that O O W O W B S. <laughs> oh, uh, Albs? Is the Al- no, no, I'm just going to call it a blink. <laughs> that didn't work the way I wanted it to. It's just, yeah, didn't, no. Um, so, Total War Warhammer 2 is a turn-based strategy and real-time tactics video game developed by Creative Assembly and published by Sega. It is part of the Total War series and is the sequel to 2016's Total War Warhammer. Uh, the game is set in the Game Workshop's Warhammer Fantasy fictional universe, uh, which is... Apparently, you know, I didn't really know much about Warhammer, but I started looking into it, and there's the Warhammer Fantasy, and then there's, like, the Warhammer 40K, which mm-hmm. is, like, I guess, way in the future. Yeah. So, this game was released on Microsoft Windows-based PCs on 28th of September, 2017. <coughs> I thought Who, these games were older than that. Whoever wrote this was from Europe. because oh, yeah? Yeah, because anytime I, re- I write I read something and it's by an American, it's always September 28th, 2017. This one is the 28th of September, 2017, which just, I don't know. You it's just a little thing that I've learned uh, from talking to British out. people. It, it might be British people. I know from my time in the military, we always put date, month, and year, but you didn't, like, numeric numericize the month. You actually, like, spelled it out yeah, or yeah, abbreviated it. So yeah, Okay, so it could be a military person. Yeah, it could be. Yeah. Uh, I know a lot of guys in the military who spent a shit ton of money on fucking Warhammer and World of <laughs> Warcraft and all that shit. When you have that money and you have that time and you don't fucking do anything, they they had awesome fucking systems and shit in their dorms and their barracks. I can imagine. I mean, you got the time and the the money. And the money. Yeah. yeah. And <laughs> the money. I, I do not. I was I was like, man, Warhammer sounds cool, and I started looking into it, and I was like, oh yeah, I do not have. Yeah, the no, I, I, yeah, no, I like, I have interest in learning how to play Warhammer, but I do not have the money to play <laughs> Warhammer. Like, that is one of those games that it's for the privileged and the elite. <laughs> it, it, yeah. That's a game for that's a game for the one percent. Like, <laughs> you have to have money. If you don't have the money, you have to have the time because you have to paint all your fucking miniatures and shit like that. Like, yeah, and uh, Kana in our Discord said that she at one point uh, was into Warhammer and used to really enjoy painting her figures and stuff. But yeah, you can make a lot of money custom painting figures for people. I wish I didn't have shaky hands. Maybe I would take that up. Yeah. <laughs> eat eat more bananas. You're low on potassium. I do like bananas. Yeah. You know what I like bananas in? My raisin brand. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, tying it back. <laughs> anyway. Anyway, uh, in the campaign, the players move armies around the map and manage settlements in a turn-based manner. Players engage in diplomacy with and fight against AI-controlled factions, and when the armies meet, they battle in real time. So you can also like do customized uh, battles, and mm-hmm. you can do online multiplayer battles, which would probably I be pretty that. interesting. Yeah. Uh, and if you own the first game, which we do, uh, it puts all of the entire first game into the second game, if you'd like. Interesting. So, uh, when you went to choose your campaign, you had two choices. You have Eye, mm-hmm. of, the Vo- Eye of the Vortex. Yeah. And the other one that I can't think of the name of right now. It's like Shattered Legacy or something like that it, it was something like that i played eye of the vortex mortal empires that's what it was called mortal, mortal empires. empires yeah that's right yeah. that's right so i started mortal empires first and you said you yeah. you chose the dark elves yeah and uh who did who did you choose now malakith malakith all right um yeah dude i i went with the high elves first um and chose Tyrion. yeah because okay so i have this weird thing when i play video games that the first time I play through a game, if there's a choice of being a bad guy or a good guy or anything like that, I always play good guy first. Yeah. And I go through and do the good guy playthrough. And then I turn and I'll like go and do the other stuff. I've always done it since, ever since uh, Oblivion. Good guy, bad guy's in the eye of the beholder. <laughs> yeah, don't get me wrong. Like D&D, I'm straight chaotic neutral. I am <laughs> in it for just whatever. Yeah, is yeah for, for sure. Sure. But uh, I, I I went Malekith because Malekith because he he's one of my favorite Marvel villains and I was just like cool 
They have a dark elf, and his name is actually Malekith. Okay, I'm going for it. Like, yeah, see, I, I didn't even know he was. I didn't even know he was a Marvel villain. Yeah, the movies kind of ruined him a little bit. Even though one of my favorite actors portrayed him, Christopher Eccleston, but in the comics, he he's ruthless. He's ruthless. Uh, just a couple of years ago, they released a line, an arc called War of the Realms, and Malekith in the Dark Elves have actually taken over every realm except for Midgard, which is where War of the Realms picks up, is the invasion of Midgard, the invasion of Earth. Well, damn. Yeah, it's it was fucking wild. It was fucking cool. Huge arc, though. It had, like, how many different crossover titles? Like, 12? 12 or so? I Jesus think. Christ, that's a yeah. lot. That's a lot, yeah, dude. There's Spider-Man, Squirrel Girl, Iron Man, Punisher... Oh god, there were there was a lot more. There there were so many. I have like an entire box of just War of the Realms comics cuz there were so many as part of that arc. I mean, man, I'm trying to think of the last the last arc of comics that I bought. I think it was the it was like 5 or 6 issues and it was the X-Men reviving Dracula because there was like a vampire plague almost going on and i remember wolverine turned into a vampire and they resurrected dracula they didn't know if dracula was going to help them or not yeah but i i don't know it's been forever and i'm also very tired if anybody can't tell <laughs> so sorry yeah, i'm no. losing my train Same. of thought as i'm talking Same. Um, up till midnight watching AEW revolution last night and then up at 5:30 for work <laughs> <laughs> okay pause on the game real quick we got to talk about the the main event from that okay so yeah. it's this barbed wire it's supposed to be an exploding barbed wire exploding death match. barbed wire death and match if you've ever seen video of those videos of those in Japan they're insane and that yeah. final explosion puts off like a small bomb's worth of smoke even though it's yeah. not dangerous I mean it is but you know they know what they're doing and it just fills the whole area yeah. with smoke um from what I saw from the AEW one it looked like uh what What's his face? Uh, Ethan Page? Not Ethan Page. Uh, it was Eddie Kingston. Eddie Kingston covers John Moxley, Moxley to make sure yeah. he's okay, and then like some sparklers went off. And yeah, it went it's like uh, Gilberg came out with <laughs> the fucking sparklers and shit. Yeah, but I was super disappointed with it at first and everything, and then I got to thinking, and then I was doing some reading on Twitter, a couple other tweets, and there were some other people who were going down the same thought path that i was going they were promoting this match as kenny omega's idea him and his manager there don Callis, and the good brothers and i guess bullet club 2.0 if that's what you want to call them built the ring they built the set they did all that shit why wouldn't omega set up that last explosion to be like absolutely nothing Especially if he lost. Like, why would he want to blow himself up if he lost? Like, I guess so. so. I, I think it's just like an epic troll. But that now, like, Kenny Omega can just be like, you look at that. You see how scared you got in the ring, Eddie Kingston and John Moxley. And it was just a bunch of fucking sparklers. Like, I just, I loved the promo that Moxley cut after the cameras went off. He, like, sits up. He's looking at the crowd. And he goes, I tell you, Kenny Omega's a tough son of a bitch. But he cannot build an exploding ring for shit. <laughs> yeah. No. The, that, yeah, just that last explosion was the only disappointment in that match. The rest of the match, though, was oh, brutal. The no, rest of the match was hardcore. And every time they hit the electrified barbed wire, the explosions that popped off of it were actually decent. Like, Yeah, they looked way better than the ending explosion. Yeah, which is, that, I think last, why that everyone... last one was like... Whoosh, that, was, that was pretty much it. <laughs> yeah, that was... It, yeah, it was like a, uh, I don't even know how to describe it. I guess maybe like if you were having like an hour-long sex session and then at 59 minutes it was just over and you didn't get a chance to bust a nut, or you did, and it's just kind of like, poof. It's, uh, yeah. But, uh, yeah, so in, anyway, yeah, I just wanted to <laughs> bring that up. Um, also, uh, kudos to Christian. You were right. I was wrong. I, I thought it would be Kurt Angle. but No, Kurt Angle... Just started his own like nutrition line or mm -hmm. something like that. So and he that's has a podcast he's, now. That's what he's focusing on. He, I think he's like done wrestling. I think for good now. 
Can't say, but, I, can't say I blame him. You know, he's, yeah, I, I called Christian. I called Christian. There yeah, was oh some yeah, other. Oh yeah, what did he say? <laughs> no, I didn't call him. But I, know, I, I know. I was just kidding. I figured he was gonna be. I figured it was gonna be him because he hadn't been mentioned on AEW TV since his appearance at the Royal Rumble. Like, I don't think they have him on their superstars page on their website. I don't think they have any of his merch on the store and anything like that. He's not under contract. I think it was a one-time appearance sort of thing. Yeah, I saw a uh, a tweet that had the the little clip of him and Edge hugging, and Edge was like crying. And I think the tag was like, "We thought this was a reunion. They knew it was a goodbye, like or something uh, like that." You know, I was yeah. like, "Oh, well, that's sad." Yeah. <laughs> um. All right. Anyways. Um. So. The different races that are in this game, uh, yeah. Total War Warhammer Two. If you have forgotten what we were talking about, yeah. uh, ladies and gentlemen, or I, I should just say, gentleman and probably lady. I, I think it's Corinne is the, <laughs> the lady that we have got. That's that's our demographic. I could be wrong though. I could be wrong. Oh, there's Kana. There's Kana. So we got two. We got two. Yeah. Um. So. So you we know we got we got the light elves, uh, the high elves, and the dark elves. Dark elves. That's what we that's what we played. And then the other two that are available without any of the DLC, which we'll get into DLC, um, is the Lizardmen and the Skaven. Yeah. Now, uh, there are, in in the actual, like, while you're playing, you will also see the Tomb Kings. <coughs> and you'll see, uh, like, the Vampire Coast. And you'll see the Hunt Marshals Expedition. Like, you'll see all these people, but you can't play as them unless you buy the DLC for them. Yeah. And, uh, like... Warhammer, um, Total War is a uh, a game for those who have a lot of money. If you want to play all of it, because there's like twenty DLC, right? Yeah, there's there's a fucking lot of DLC. I thought about it when I first opened it up and I was checking out the DLC and shit, and then I opened up the Steam page and I started seeing the prices, and I was just like, yeah, eh, I'm good. Yeah, <laughs> I'm yeah. the base game. It is <laughs> like, yeah, I had the same thought, brother, because I had some extra money and I was like, dude, I'm not. Yeah. Like it was from eight ninety nine to eighteen ninety nine, just depending on what you get. Yeah. Um, but I will say, any of the DLC from the first game carries over to the second game. Like, so if you do the, if you play the mode where you can have both games, like all of your shit from one carries over. For instance, the one DLC that I did buy was uh, Glory for the Blood God, Glory for the Blood God, and that was to enable blood. And I know that's kind of a shitty thing that they had DLC, but I'm like, dude, I'm not playing a war game and they're not being some fucking blood and gore and stuff. Like, come on now. I am warped. I need that kind of stuff. <laughs> I wanna I wanna see people bleed. So I did get that. And but so I bought that for the first game, and I fully expected to have to buy it for the second game, but no, if you have it for the first game, it automatically gives it to you for free. So I thought that's that was cool. cool. You, know, you only cool. have to get it once. So what what brings me to all of this is it, it well, well we'll get to that we'll get to that later um that should I should have a shirt we should have a shirt that has me and you right and it's got speech bubbles and yours should say yeah yeah and mine should say we'll get to that because it's like it's, I feel like that's our catchphrase we always say that we would always say that shit um so started out as the high elves and dude this game this game's not easy. When you're first starting out. No, when you first started out, it, it took me a little bit to get into it, to get used to it, to like figure out what the hell is going on. Because I'm not a mouse and keyboard gamer. I'm really not. Yeah, this is all mouse and keyboard. For sure. Yeah, this is all mouse and keyboard. And there are a lot of fucking buttons to <laughs> yeah. hit. There to hit. So it, it took me a minute. I had to open up a, uh, a browser page that somebody had made that had like uh just a quick key of what key does what oh yeah sort of, sort of like you found for planet zoo yeah like yeah i i found one of those and i had to keep like alt tabbing out just to check and like okay this is that button this is that button i don't have to like go through the options and try to find my controller settings and like figure out what key is which like but once i started getting the hang of it this game got so fun like yeah it really did this game got so fun and it it reminds me a lot of civilization i was just about to say that don't get me wrong i love the civilization games this game was funner like i had this game was great yeah because it takes like the the city you know having your cities and uh, building things in your cities and stuff and it doesn't go as nearly as in depth with the actual like what you're going to do in your cities and stuff as civilization but 
Whereas in Civilization, when you go into war and you kind of just click and they do their little fight and you either win or lose. Uh, yeah. No, this one, you click it and you guys go into, that is where the total war actually happens. And that is yeah. where, uh, for instance, um, I, I went into a battle with a, an, inter, an enemy general and he was by himself. And I had an army of, um, you can have up to 20 units and each unit can have between like you know, 80 to 100, 120, depending on who you're playing as, what type of unit they are. You know, they have their limits. But I, I had at least seven or 800 people, 900 people, right, in my army against one dude. He slaughtered them all. No, 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 no. Oh. <laughs> no, he, he, he didn't even make it to me. But it's because 15 of my uh, units with this particular general that I had were archers. Oh, fantastic. So so this I, I tried to picture it from this dude's perspective, right? So like the battle starts and he starts running down this hill and he sees this army and then there's just the sky gets dark. Yeah. <laughs> all right, all right, platoon, let's fucking black out the sky. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and it just rains arrows on him. He never even made it halfway. They just yeah. <laughs> just ate him up. That's like one of my favorite scenes in uh three hundred. Yeah, it's, it's exactly when, what it, that's when, what I was trying to think the, of. Is what movie that was? Yeah, yeah. yeah. That what uh, it, it happens to Leonidas in them, right? Isn't it the Persians do that to them? Yeah, yeah. The Persians yeah, I thought, I thought so. launched hundreds, if not hundreds of thousands, if not like a million arrows all at <laughs> once. Like absolutely not. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, no, thank you. <laughs> how, how do you fucking defend yourself from that? Like. The Tortuga defense. You got them shields, buddy. Yeah. Shields up, trousers down. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Oh man, I I gotta wait. I gotta wait. No, maybe not. I think that reminds me. The South Park where Butters and all them were protesting against the girls, and they were doing the wieners out they were dropping oh. their pants and holding their oh fists up <laughs> where they were yeah. protesting the national anthem or whatever yeah <laughs> wieners, wieners out, out. yeah <laughs> i fucking yeah. forgot about that yeah oh my god he's got the megaphone and he's leading like a march through the school and all of the kids got their pants down and they're all chanting wieners out like <laughs> <laughs> Oh, man. Oh, yeah. Okay, spoilers. Uh, we already ran Steamy to make sure that yeah, Ryan could play did. it, and we got South Park to stick a truth, and that's going to yeah. be our next game. But we'll, we'll talk about more of that at the end of the We'll get to that. We'll get to that. Hashtag. Yeah. <laughs> Hashtag. We'll get to that. Um, so, yeah, dude. When, so, like, when I first started out, I'm like, all right, so this, this can't be too hard. All right, there's an enemy general over there. I'm going to go attack him to see what the battle's like. Dude, I got fucking owned. <laughs> yeah fucking owned because yep. they don't have to kill your army if they scare like get your army weakened enough where your army retreats to go like that ra- rally goes down enough yeah they'll they'll fucking and just bail they, some <laughs> of the some of the enemies and you your guys will do this too some units will chase them no matter what yeah so they will just straight chase your dudes out of the zone and then they are gone you can't use them anymore and eventually it'll be like you know you died or you you lost it'll be like a period Pyrrhic victory, which is where, or Pyrrhic, I don't know exactly how you say it, uh, yeah. victory, and that is like where you should not have won, but you did, I'm pretty sure. Uh, there's close victory, there's decisive victory, then there's like decisive defeat, close defeat, or valiant, no, I think it's valiant defeat, where it's like, it's when you get valiant defeat, it's like, you may where have lost, but your army, your enemy is broken. <laughs> yeah, where it was like a 50.1% victor to 49.9 percent loser like yeah yeah super super fucking close there was Um, one battle i I lost i lost my first couple of battles because i'm still trying to figure out the fucking keyboard situation but yeah it it turned into less losing more more dominating more (laughs) turning the realm black yeah dude i uh I did have a lot of fun playing with the high elves. Um, no. Their whole thing what was were, like diplomacy. What were their like? What were their perks and stuff? So they're they're really good with uh, their archers are really really good. They do yeah. a lot of damage, um, and they have like diplomacy. So like every every round, I would get this uh, like these little choices where it's like, uh, or not necessarily every round, but it would be like, oh no, the uh, the king's daughter is having a dinner. Um, 
what would you like to do to show face kind of thing? And it would be like, uh, do you want to show up and dance with the queen? Um, do you want to send a large gift? Do you want to send a small gift? Or do you want to snub the ceremony? And each one would have, like, your influence. <coughs> so, like, you have influence points that you gain. That's the currency I was trying to think of. Too. So, so as you get these influence points, um, you can then use them to uh, enact your rights or um, sometimes you needed them to like uh, recruit generals you needed a certain amount of leadership or you know whatever yeah um, so they had like different different little things but like mostly I, th- I feel like that they're archers and they they, they just had some they had some badass uh, so I my main guy was Tyrion but I played my basically my <coughs> second second in command I guess it was your first in command second in command yeah, it's Alistair the White Lion. What a bad motherfucker, dude! I got him leveled up. He was like level twenty nine when I quit that campaign and started Oof. the second one, which I'll get to. Um, he rode a dragon and wielded an axe. So I had his, and he had um, stats. So each of your generals has like a skill tree. Yeah, you know, you could put your skills in. So it's got an RPG element to it almost. And um, I leveled him up to have a dragon mount be have really good uh leadership inspiration basically um uh, he also intimidated the enemy and he was really good at commanding the white lion guards which are big heavy armored dudes with fucking battle axes yeah so i had like 10 of those units and then archers and bro nothing nothing stood a chance unless i needed more than one army and then so this is another thing sometimes you would go to do a battle and it gives you a bar of yellow and red, and the more yellow it is, the more likely you are to win. The more red it is, the less likely you are to win. Well, sometimes in order to amend that, you could bring another army in next to your other one, and when then when you would click the battle, it would have your army, and then it would have your other army as a supporting army. Mm-hmm. And you could choose to let the AI control them, or you could control them yourself. I, I usually chose to control them. Um... Like, one in particular, uh, there was a siege. And sieges are different than the normal battles. The normal battles are on, like, open plains. There might be some trees and hills and stuff. Sieges yeah. is you actually having to fucking bust down the walls of a place yeah. or the gates and go in and actually see a, a, a fucking siege. Yeah. And uh, I went into one siege where they had one army. I think it was Skaven, which are the rat guys. They, like, yeah. live underground and shit, right? So they had their place. And I had three of my <laughs> generals with all of their armies go in. So I took a picture of it and put it in Discord. And it was like the yellow bubbles over here. Where there was like, you know, an armies. Were, and then just down where my guys are, it's just a sea of blue circles. And I'm like, oh, yeah. It, that that battle didn't take very long. Like <laughs> I, I had dudes going up every that, wall. That was decisive. <laughs> but nothing compares to. So I stopped playing the high elves i was like i want to let me try out another race to see what's going on with these right and i chose the lizard men now this you showed me this and this when i do my next playthrough this is what i'm choosing because of what you showed me (laughs) so (laughs) full full disclosure i did this yesterday and i cheated just because i wanted to get in and see you know how they play and everything i didn't want to worry about dying i just kind of wanted to feel it out so after a few rounds, I got a uh, they so they don't have uh, the same thing that high elves do. So you don't need the uh, like political intrigue stuff. You don't worry about that. You can yeah. still make deals with people, trade agreements, uh, peace pacts, declare war, all of that. But you don't need the you don't get the stuff about worried about in the courts because you're just fucking lizard men. Like you are trying to. Uh, you have this grid that you worry about, and there's these certain points that are like shrines and temples that you want to take over because then your uh, shamans do this chanting ceremony, and that accesses the vortex, and you basically want to take that vortex over. Yeah. So this is when I, I chose the uh, the Warhammer 2 campaign for this one. Um, uh, as you if you if you haven't really noticed, um, 
me and Ryan didn't pay much attention to the story for this game. No, not not at all. I was too <laughs> I was too into the actual combat system and the yeah, actual combat of this game. Same here. Like I know like that there's once I started the, the, the combat scenarios and stuff like this, I was like, What game are we playing? Because like this is all I want to do. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I paid attention enough that there's there's the giant vortex and you're basically trying to gain control of it. Like that's that's what I know. Yeah, um, I know. Like from what I remember of my Dark Elves campaign, is I know you want to play it like as evil as possible. Like every time you defeat an army, any survivors you capture become slaves. You get to sacrifice slaves. You get to sell slaves. They're part of your economy and shit like that. <laughs> and when when your economy is like slave driven. You don't make peace packs. You try to acquire more economic standing. So, yeah, I yeah. Uh, su- super evil playthrough. Super evil A- playthrough. As the lizard men, I slayed everybody. So, like, you got the choice to, like, ransom them off, uh, kill them, or just straight up take them into your army and force them to fight for you. Um, yeah. And I just would kill everybody. Um, that That's the right choice. I got a blessing from the god, the old gods, for a, a a general who had a special army or whatever, so I was like, okay, cool. So I click on him, and his his whole squad is just Triceratops and Tyrannosaurus Rex looking dinosaurs, yes. right, with armor and shit. And yes. I'm like, no fucking shit. So there, he had 15. So the other five I put in were like, uh, I don't know, I think they were the Lizardmen spear guys with shields or whatever. But yeah. it didn't it didn't matter. Uh, I, I sent you some video of it that uh, you'd zoom in and specifically the Tyrannosaurus Rex dudes uh, would or not even dudes they were like giant they were act- T-Rexes, they were t- like, they were T-Rex they were T-Rex they run and they just leap into the middle of a group of enemies and just land just smash and then they grab one with their teeth and fling it around um, and then they one swing. of the things I loved about this game is when that dinosaur hit the ground you would actually see individuals from that unit go flying in all directions yeah. like yeah. it wasn't just like it landed there and some games would forget to animate that shit in Th- this game actually they they took the time to put in the details that hey this big ass fucking dinosaur just landed amongst these humanoids they're gonna go fucking flying everywhere <laughs> like yeah, loved yeah it. absolutely. Loved it. I, I, one of the videos I was watching, because I, I was watching a lot of YouTube about Warhammer, uh, this specific game, uh, this week, and um, the dude was talking about that the creators made sure to hand, like, you know, meticulously animate the different mounts and stuff that would do their attacks because they wanted them to look really good. And, and that also translated over to the different special kinds of, uh, you know, uh, units that you can get, including well, these dinosaur ones. And well, there are other succeeded. ones. They succeeded for sure. Yeah, this game um, is great. So, so after he's like he bites him, he's swinging the teeth around and everything. He will swing his tail, and like you said, you'll just see uh, like a whole group of these things. Just people just go flying. Yeah. Boom. So then I switch over, and I didn't send you a clip of this, but the the uh, Triceratops looking guys, <coughs> those things would go running into the crowd and just hit them, and it would just and it would just send a crowd of them flying right. So I had a siege, and I, 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 so you can change the name of your generals, right? I named the general that had those guys. His name was Dino Lord in all capital letters, just Dino Lord. Which, by the way, I am going to write a fucking metal song and call it Dino Lord, and it's just going to be yeah. about dinosaurs. Because the whole time I would be playing him, I was just like Dino Lord, Dino Lord. Like, I don't know why. <laughs> so anyway, uh, I had a siege with him, right? And I just chose two Triceratops. And I clicked the, the doors of the places. And I just said, I just want to see if this works. So I hit it on four times speed. And just these two soloed, just ran up there, got to the doors, and just smashed them open. And I was like, fucking right, and just sent the rest of my army in. Fantastic. And it was really satisfying um, in the High Elf in the high elf campaign uh, to have dragons and fly like a bird and like shit that your generals were on mounts. Because you could just fly in. To the over the walls and just fly in and start attacking people. And uh, no. one of the one of the units that high elves get are just bir- like giant attack birds, like fucking That's cool. giant birds. And I would just send them at archers and shit, and they just grab them and take them up and drop them, yeah. and smash them around. It was awesome, dude. This game's fucking fun. Yeah, no, this game is really fun, really fun. Fucking fun, dude. Um, if we'll I had, the, we'll keep it on the list. 
yeah, I, w- I want to keep it on the list because I did not complete the campaign, and I would like to come back to it. Yeah. Um, possibly when Total Warhammer three, t- Total. That's what people call it. It's Total Warhammer. Yep. Yeah. So I'm just gonna I'm gonna stick with it. Total Warhammer. Um, Total Warhammer three is coming out relatively soon, sometime this year, I believe. Is it? Wow. And I'm curious if they're going to put the first two games into the third one like they did and just have you can play this one long-ass continuous thing. And that would be how I want to do it because it's like you can just see the whole thing at once. Yeah. Though I will say that the Eye of the Vortex campaign is like very narrative-focused and it's like uh, as you play, there there are certain things that you're worrying about getting taken care of. Mm-hmm. Whereas Mortal Empires has that stuff but it's more of a sandbox experience like you can kind of just experience it how you want yeah so whatever whatever floats your boat you know but i i would definitely recommend if you've got the money to buy both the games um and then just load up total war warhammer 2 and play them um there are some visual differences some better some worse that's just players uh you know whatever your tickles your fancy yeah but uh, man, you know I I like this game enough that if I see some DLC on sale, I'm probably gonna snag it. Yeah, no, same, same. Like it, if sure, it's sure. if it's on sale, I'm definitely gonna go for it. Yeah, absolutely. Well, yeah, yeah, we'll figure it out. Um, how many Warhammers? I was about. God damn it! You read my <laughs> mind. How many Warhammers would I would give this for a for a strategy game? I'd say like for my personal. I'd give this like an eight for, and then if I'm just ranking it out of strategy games that I've played, I would definitely give it like a nine, nine point five. It's it's up there. It's it was fucking fun. I had yeah. a lot of fun no, I I had a lot of fun. Um, maybe this is a game if I actually pay attention to the story would even like make the score higher. Like, I'm gonna assume like they're not gonna make a game this good and have a shit storyline for the campaign. So if I pay attention to it, my score will probably be higher. But I'm gonna go like eight point two five, eight point five. Like, this okay. was ridiculously fun for not knowing anything other than getting into combat. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, dude, I I, I had a blast. Um, oh man, so real quick before we before we uh, wrap up and stuff, uh, one thing that almost fucked me was upkeep costs. Mm-hmm. So I I pumped out a bunch of armies, right? And yeah. just like had them full, ranked up, ready to go. Took me a bunch of turns to do it, and then I looked up and realized that it was costing me like three thousand gold a turn, and I only had like ten thousand gold left. And I'm like, oh shit! Yeah. So I immediately just like <laughs> picked a few uh, r- other races and was like, all right, yeah, I'm gonna go to war with you guys and just take yeah. you over. <laughs> dark elves, dark elves, slave armies, like no upkeep. <laughs> well, see, I would, I would take, yeah, yeah, that's true, and uh, I think there's an undead type um uh faction that you can play yeah. as and your your skeletons and stuff don't cost anything because it's like fuck yeah. their skeletons you do yeah. they die you just raise more no no upkeep no <laughs> yeah upkeep. no the high elves definitely had some fucking upkeep and it, yeah no th- this isn't my like first like war strategy game other than like civilization i've played a couple browser-based ones and upkeep is like yeah that will be a bitch if you don't pay attention to it <laughs> um so I did. I did add a couple games to the list this week. I added one as well, yeah, two as well. I did we talk about PGA? Uh, I think we might 2K have mentioned 20? that last yeah. week, but we can mention yeah. that again. Yeah, you got PGA yeah. Tour, two K twenty one. Yeah, I got. I picked that up, and then I picked up a uh, Retromania Wrestling last night. Fuck yeah! I need to remember to try to check that out. Yeah, I got to download that and check that out too. <laughs> um. So I added Battle Chef Brigade. Um, when I first got my Switch, it was one of the first digital games that I bought. Yeah. And uh, since we never did uh, my birthday game, uh, we <laughs> talked about it, but we never did it. I might end up yeah. cashing it in to play uh, Battle Chef Brigade soon because the game is fucking fun, dude. Yeah. It's like uh, you go out in like a beat-em-up style 2D thing and gather ingredients, and then you go back into the <laughs> kitchen and then you use it's like a match three jewel type thing and you cook and you try to cook the best you can and it's like iron chef and it dude it's oh. it gets it gets intense where you were like <laughs> hands shaking trying to get the fucking ingredients <laughs> right and you're running out of time you're like no this needs to be ba-. oh man it's oh man they really uh did a good job at that like 
all right, you got two minutes left on the clock. You need to get it down on the plate. And like that fucking anxiety that you feel when you're watching Iron Chef for the people yeah. that are trying to do it. Yeah, they, they, it's, it's really good. And then uh, because of how much I enjoyed Total War Warhammer 2, um, I picked up Total War Medieval 2, which had really good ratings, uh, the definitive edition. And then I got Total War Rome 2, which mm. the Emperor edition, which apparently was absolute ass on launch and then became really good afterwards. Like, but No Man's Sky. Yeah, which is exactly exactly why I did not hold that against the game. So I was like, I'll yeah. snag it. I'll snag it. But uh, yeah, man, uh, I I got it from uh, G2A.com. And if anybody is interested in Battle Chef Brigade, uh, I paid, I think, like 270 something for it on G2A. So... G2A.com is a key selling site. Uh, I don't know how people feel about those. They are legal. Just uh, make sure you get it from a reputable buyer, especially they have, like, rankings on there. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And they'll they'll have, like, a star, and then they'll be, like, a uh, certified seller and stuff like that. Get it from them. You'll have no issues at all. And fucking $2 instead of 15 or 20 you know? So, yeah. Anyway. Those are the games that I added. Total War Warhammer was awesome. We already ran Steamy. Uh, South Park, the Stick of Truth, is going to be our next game. I am going to stream this on Twitch at some point this week. Um, so you already you already started, or are you going to start a new new game for the for the stream? I, I did already start it to kind of refresh myself yeah. with the combat and stuff. Uh, did you uh, name your character like an actual name? Like uh, I attempted to, but we'll yeah. talk about that well, next week. <laughs> uh, yeah, <laughs> but yeah, I attempted to. I attempted oh, to. Man. Um, I will say, without spoiling it too much, um, if you just agree with him the first time, you get an achievement. And I don't know what <laughs> I don't know what it is, but I'm, I want to get that achievement. I want to get that achievement. Um, but yeah, so I I'm maybe maybe uh, I remember Turtle Bear said I gotta remember when he said he streams. It'll be this week sometime. It'll be on the Discord and on the Facebook. Uh, maybe tomorrow night, um, Tuesday, which would be Tuesday. Uh, maybe Friday. <coughs> Or Thursday. I don't know. It'll be sometime. Uh, keep your eye out. I will make sure to put it out on social media in the Discord and let everybody know. Um, and then once Ryan gets his new PC, you might catch him on there streaming as well. But for now, it'll just be me and my big ugly mug. So come say hello. Uh, I will talk all sexy to you if you'd like. <laughs> ho ho. Ho ho, Mojari. <laughs> um, so yeah, man. You got uh, any final any final thoughts? Um, no, not really. I'm excited for South Park for sure. For sure. But yeah, I, uh, yeah. I asked Mr. Bay if he had any South Park and sure she wouldn't, you know, you had every fucking episode. So yeah. I, uh, <laughs> I went ahead and got those including the pandemic special and I watched that and oh my oh, yeah. fucking God. Yeah. I love that. One. Holy that one, shit. Is that, that, that one was, that one was great. If, if you're out there and you haven't watched South Park in a while, Dave, I'm talking to you, Dave. You should really watch at least the last two seasons when Absolutely. he starts. When he starts, at least the last farm. two. At like, least the last two. Like, I know every time I restart a watch through of South Park, I go all the way back to like season five and then start from there. Like the the early seasons, they're funny and stuff. They're cool, but season five is when it starts to get like the longer story arcs and becomes like one hundred percent satire, and that's yeah. when it gets great. Yeah, I agree. I think South Park really peaked when they started doing continuing stories. Like, yeah, God, it's oh, it's so good. But that's that's more for next week. Um, if you would like to find us on social media, you can go to uh, facial. Wow, you can go to facial dot com. We have a we have a site on there, and if you want a facial, we will gladly give it to you. Uh, <laughs> or if you want to give us a facial, it might cost a little more. But you know, uh, as hands. the million dollar man said, everybody's got a price. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody's got a price. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, you can go to uh, facebook.com slash the Steam Machine Podcast, or you can search the Steam Machine Podcast Lounge, which is our group. Um, if just liking a page is not your thing, come join the group. Talk to people. Be active. It'd be wonderful. Um, and if you'd like to join our Discord, it is pinned to the top of our Facebook page. And I found out if you go on Google and you type in the Steam Machine Podcast Discord, it will bring up a link to the Facebook post that has the link to our Discord. So I know that's a lot of links. It's almost like we're playing Zelda. But if, if you click those and do that, you will find the Discord. Come join us. It's a good crew. It's uh, 
growing slowly but surely, and we welcome anybody to come in, you know, as long as you're not a dickhead, douchebag, or uh, I'll see you next Tuesday. We welcome anybody. Just don't beep douche. That's all we ask. Um, man, uh, you can find some of our older stuff on YouTube uh, if you search the Steam Machine Podcast. <laughs> uh, we're a bit behind on that, and I take full responsibility for that, uh, but eh. I just I just haven't done it. The you know the the views were not reciprocating with the time I was putting into it yet. So, we'll see. We'll see. I might get back to that eventually. Um what else? Oh, oh. We have a Patreon. Oh yeah. patreon.com/thesteammachinepodcast. Shout out to Nate Turtlebud Turtlebud Turtlebud. What the fuck? That's what I should call you, Turtlebud cuz game buds, but no, Turtlebear man. Nate, he's the man. Uh he is our first cog in the machine, but we have a few other Patreons that we call the oil of the machine, and we welcome anybody to come on there. We do uh, episodes that are just for Patreon, um, me and him, me and Ryan bullshitting. Uh, we're going to try to do some challenges. Um, I was talking about maybe me and Ryan both ordering a one-chip challenge oh. and then eat, eating it and then having his uh, his lady, Corinne, quiz us on games that we have played <laughs> for the show and uh, see if we can handle it while we're both dying. Um, and I think I'm going to do uh, a, maybe a bi-weekly uh, music podcast where I share some music, talk about it, what what inspired me. <coughs> let you guys in on the musician side of moi. But yeah, there's that. And then uh, if you go on, I think it's TSMP Productions on Threadless. There's a link to it uh, at pinned at the top of the Facebook page. You can go get a shirt. Do you want? Do you like our logo? Um, you can get a shirt with our logo on it, or you can get a shirt with our Patreon only logo on it. And uh, both are cool. I made. Well, I, I say that uh, we made them, so we hope you like them. <laughs> uh, Ryan made the Steam when I made the Patreon one. Uh, anyways, I'm rambling at this point. I'm just stoned and tired, so yeah. I'm gonna go ahead and just shut the fuck up. He's Ryan. I'm Dalton. And as always, guys, take it easy.